everyone, welcome back to episode five of What's the Hype? I'm joined by two very special guests, two friends of the program, uh, Scott Denton of Denton Homes and Carmel Developments, and Jim Cedrill, our golf course superintendent. Gentlemen, how are we doing on this cold, brisk Friday morning at the driving range? It's a beautiful morning in November. Yeah, it's going to be a beautiful Friday. We're expecting about 180 million golfers today, and we got a frost delay, so it's perfect. What Can't complain. Great start to our day, right? <laughs> yep. Yeah, at least the sun's shining. It's going to be a nice day. Good, good. Well, hey, we just wanted to do an update here. Obviously, if anybody's been over to the driving range, there is major, major construction, and construction is the word that that, that I've been using uh, kind of as a theme to this podcast. Uh, so I wanted to start with Scott, go through, first of all, obviously there is a lot of planning that goes into an, a, a development like Carmel Hyperion. And, you know, we didn't break ground until right around October 1st. And why don't you just talk about some of the work that you and Stephanie did along with your subcontractors in preparation for breaking ground here at Carmel Hyperion? Yep, it's uh, it's been a uh, opportunity and uh, super uh thankful for uh the team at the club and um just excited to uh get started so we've been uh for what seems like about three years now planning this working it through and figuring out how to get our road access in and uh we've been cutting grade and uh creating our intersection we've uh got our our new uh cart path poured for the uh the t-box and uh um we're getting our detention basin built for uh, along the driving range, um, so all the water from the uh, driving range all drains to a detention basin that had failed before. Yeah, real quick on that, Scott. I'm glad you brought that up. So many members, if you drive to the range in the last couple of weeks, you've seen a, a, a large hole on the north side of the uh, the driving range, a very large hole for that matter. Um, so that is the retention basin that is needed. And uh, Jim, why don't you just kind of touch on you know the drainage of the range and how how we've had it and how it's going to be now with the the road and the retention basin. Yeah, so historically everything went right to that same spot. Um, there's kind of a, a creek or a ravine sort of sorts that runs back through there and the old one was just completely dilapidated, falling apart. Um, erosion was a big issue in there, um, but the, the range is still going to flow down through that area and it's actually, correct me here, detention basin yes. yep. and the idea is it's a it's a a storm water um essentially it helps with flash Stor- flooding. Stor- storm water management so rather than just let that water run as fast as it wants to the nearest stream or lake river whatever it, we just hold it in a place for a while and then it will more slowly after a rain event move downstream um, basically helps with flash flooding. Yep. There should not be any water sitting in that for extended periods of time, just for after extended yep. rain events. After a heavy rainfall, it'll it'll pool up in there, and then it'll slowly basically drain out of it. Yeah. It's kind of a... I, I shouldn't say it's like a new thing. It's probably been going on for 20 or 30 years already, probably. Yep, and like every new strip mall, every new development, they'll have them in the corner somewhere. And, and some hold water, some um, are intended to hold water. We'll have other ones in the development that we mm-hmm. intend to hold water. This one, uh, through the golf study, we, we said it probably was a bad idea to hold water there. Uh, so it'll just be just during the heavy rainfalls, it'll have a little bit of water in it, and it'll dis- dissipate. Awesome. That's, yep. that's good to get some clarification on that. You know, so once October 1st hit, what was the top priority for Denton Homes, Scott and Stephanie, uh, in correlation with Elder? Um, what was what was the top priority? So so definitely uh, getting the the driving range 
put back together so in the spring so getting our intersection created all the way in that first you know 1500 feet uh so trying to get to the point where jim could grow grass and you know have something to mow come to into the spring okay so you know it's november we're recording this on friday november 10th just for for everybody's reference so what does the rest of the calendar year look like um, what can members expect to see over here? What, what do you expect to see? What are your goals? So it, it obviously we, we adjust that day to day depending on the weather. And right now we've had just a beautiful stretch of weather. It looks like the next um, eight or ten days we'll still get decent weather. So we'll continue to we've got our all of our storm in. So we're going to work on sewer on water for that first fifteen hundred feet, trying to get ourselves prepped back to uh, be able to pour some concrete. And with uh, with a little bit of luck and decent weather, we'll be able to pour that first section of the street uh, all the way back to the uh, uh, almost to the end of the driving range. Okay. Oh wow. So there's still a lot to come this year. There's still a lot to come. A like lot I said, to come. and it, it's a little bit weather dependent. So like every day we adjust schedule just because we don't know. Like right now, it's like it's great weather, but it could be different tomorrow. Um, I don't think we'll be able to get to the complete intersection done yet this fall, but I think the intersection will be all prepped and ready for in the spring. So all the transition to the uh, the club will be. Uh, um, in place. Great, great. And if people have been up to the club this week, they've noticed a stoplight. Uh, that is uh, a disruption, um, you know, in traffic flow, but that is part of the project and uh, that will be there for the next couple couple weeks. I know they're working very fast and efficiently to get the work that's needed done, but if just, you know, if you're coming up to the club, if you got a tea time, you got a dinner reservation, you know, maybe give your yourself a couple extra minutes, you know, as you make it up to the to the club. Yep, and the stoplight is definitely just a temporary um, setup. It's not a permanent fixture. There's not going to be new stoplights in the future there. It's just purely for, you know, three to four weeks um, of our downtime as we, we make this, the sewer and water connections. Um, the original plan was to uh, bore underneath the road, uh, but the uh, um, through some challenges that the, the city's uh, been unable to give us exact coordinates of uh, where the uh, water main's at, so we're we're kind of up against not knowing where the main feed is to the water tower in the, the city. Uh, it's deep enough because when they did it in the late 90s, they uh, directional board underneath the tunnel, and, and so it's super deep there, and they're unable to verify exactly where it's at. So they said, hey, since we can't verify, then this is the city, since we can't verify where it's at, we'll let you cut across and... Um, connect the water that direction so wasn't ideal and it's little still a curveball little, little curveball yeah. but we're recovering as fast as we can so I, I think by um uh the week of thanksgiving we'll have the stoplights down and uh the great. traffic will be back open great yeah at the great. end of the day it's about you know making those connections and keeping everything intact obviously you don't want to break anything i'm the same way i mean you see me out here flagging people down with my irrigation same thing obviously with city water supply the other thing is keeping all those workers safe and commuters people coming to the club keeping them all safe because uh, at the end of the day safety's top priority for elder for us um, and i'm sure for you scott so and this goes a long way when absolutely safety absolutely the, the traffic doesn't like to see it and no more than the guys that want to be out there working on the road they don't want to be out there so i, I guess i ask for you know grace for the uh, the guys that are working out there to yep. uh they're, they're trying to be as efficient as possible to uh, get the connections made yep good good well let's swing it over to jim and jim and his team have been uh well, first of all, I want to point out the relationship that Jim and, and Scott have formed. Uh, they make quite the team over here. There, there's a lot going on. 
between a lot of communication just a, a lot of stuff when it comes to this development and Hyperion's property all corresponding into into one area so I know you guys have have really been you know almost developed a friendship in a way and every time I yeah. see you guys you seem to be joking around and you know oh, yeah. giving each other a hard time and but at the end of the day you, your priorities align and, and you've been really working well together along with uh, the site supervisor at Elder as well so just want to give a shout out to that um, so Jim so let's talk about everything that we've been able to accomplish in correlation to the work being done and maybe why don't you start with the the West Range T that's been a yeah, project so on our list for a while yeah so we've shoot we've been talking about um, improving this range for a number of years and um, the idea was to install drainage so that after extended rainy periods we can open that tee a lot mm -hmm. more quickly and eventually we have um, intentions to improve drainage in the range field itself and the east tee over here um, but these conversations like Scott said were, were starting you know two plus years ago and so we kind of put those sorts of thoughts on the back burner just not knowing exactly what would be required to pull off the big project the big grand scale project so um, we put those off and finally we had a land sale closing and we knew Scott was going to be here and he was going to start moving dirt and all this stuff it was going to be kind of noisy dusty all those sorts of things so we went ahead and executed the the drainage on the the west tee we did that in-house um, you know in the future we could look to use a, a contractor to help us out with that sort of stuff but um, timing is really really important when we're talking about growing grass so we wanted to get that seed in the ground in September to give it a good start for the the following season so we put uh, 1,700 feet of drain pipe in those two tee boxes, um, totally regraded it, flattened them out, and um, you know, we lost a little bit of square footage to the south, no, the northwest corner, um, but we regained that square footage um, a little bit to the south and a little bit to the east, and I would say that usable square footage is going to be much, much greater just from having regraded those. Uh, they've been seeded with a new variety of grass. Uh, we use something that's uh, you know really um, readily available so we can because you know, we're talking about a range tee constantly reseeding it. Um, it should uh, resist disease, be a little bit more drought hardy than the grass that was there before. Um, and yeah it's just something that we can really really easily access reseed for for filling all those divots. So uh, really excited to get that that up and going. Um, we've been kind of making the irrigation adjustments and preparation for replacing the putting green and and supplying uh, drainage access for new greens and relocating our our pump station and mm -hmm. making sure that we have the all the different components that we need so that once the utilities are in and Scott gives us the green light, we can start putting our um, infrastructure back into place and just making making sure we're working with Scott and. Um, bouncing ideas off of each other all the time. Hey, if if you do this and I do this, uh, then allows both of us to move forward. Yep. And so that's what we've really kind of focused on doing this uh, early part of this project. So it's been good. Great. Yeah, and uh, many people have noticed there is a, a new concrete slab just to the it'd be to the east of, of the new cart path. Uh, that is something that that we put in part of this project. Something that you'll see next spring is there'll be a new artificial turf pad there. Uh, something that'll be a really nice upgrade from what we had and allow us to open the range more often 
uh, when, when we do get those rains as well as put outside outings on that on that artificial turf and it'll be a major upgrade from what we what yeah. we had there that that thing was about as hard as concrete um, so they were able to rip all that out and put the new concrete pad in and and that'll go in in the spring so we're we're real excited about that that's, that's a significant upgrade to to the, the the teeing area over there and again allow us to open the range you know more often when we do get those 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 big rains um, you know in, in the future so so Jim yeah you, we were able to buy a new skid loader here this fall and that that did uh, correspond to being able to do that project in-house you maybe just want to touch on that and I know Chuck Chuck's Mr. Skid Loader <laughs> he uh, he gets in that thing and he's out there all day so just just briefly touch on that and the skid loader just for our listeners that was a requirement that that we had uh, going forward with uh, with losing uh, the the dump area we had we had to purchase a larger skid loader to be able to haul, haul larger items mostly logs in the event there's a storm so Jim just touch briefly on that if you don't mind doing that yeah that's my prior experience at Wakanda Club very landlocked um, which we are here at Hyperion but they didn't have an area to to uh, to dispose of logs sticks debris um, similar cir- circumstance when they uh, developed the land to the to the north along Park Avenue they lost that ability and so that was a shift and so I knew what that was all about and loading loading trucks with a skid loader you don't want to have nasty stinky gra- grass clippings falling in your lap a and B it's a safety issue I mean you got to be over the t- the side of a dump truck that's 11 feet in the air and you got a couple thousand pounds like you got to have a capable machine so that was one of those things as this was really in its infancy there's going to be adjustments for us and I kind of laid those out for for general artists and Evan and and the board and so we knew that was something we'd have to do we were able to to pick that machine up use gently use machine um, but the capabilities are just fantastic, and there's a lot of creature comforts, which Chuck would be sure to tell you about. <laughs> Heated seats, it's kind of... Oh, Bluetooth, he could go on of, and on. He oh, yeah. Put him in that. I guess he's, since he likes it so much, he can be on plow duty all winter, right? Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it, it does have so much more capability, and um, we were able to put uh, a laser box scraper on the front of it, which really helped us get that, that T to the flat yes. that we desired versus the wavy, um, uneven surface that we had before, so going to be a big improvement and yeah like anytime i can get something that's not a one-trick pony especially when it's a really expensive machine you know that's a win-win for us so good awesome so you know kind of wrapping up here with with you jim i know you have some some more plans for the range uh, i should say potential plans based on contractors availability you know with the target areas um those are areas that those are the greens out there for people's reference uh, i think i believe we have four of them right now um yeah. one did did go away with well, with three and a half right three and a half yeah which well, that'll be replaced but touch on that you know and, and you know I know Sarah we brought Sarah on this year and you know she's giving a lot more lessons a lot more junior programming you know some of those targets you know maybe closer to the teeing area so yeah why don't you fill our listeners in on that yeah so the 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 thought that I have is you know we've got we can have this thoughts of grandeur of all the opportunity that exists over here which there is a lot but we can't necessarily do everything all at once due to financial constraints and just logistical issues but what I've been looking at is we probably want to adjust kind of our intended angle of practice you know just to give ourselves maybe a little bit of a kind of a different visual cue just to reduce the number of golf balls that are going in the direction of our road um, just because a terrible, terrible errant shot, yeah, we, we could see some balls flying over there. But if we shift the angle of our intended play, well, now we've really, really, really cut down on that. So 
Um, we do have some targets that we have to replace, so we're going to shift kind of the, 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 the line of fire, so to speak. Um, and we've got the opportunity here where Scott's got a little bit of dirt. Got some dirt. <laughs> to be There's had. a big pile back there. Um, <laughs> and so the idea is, well, you know, if I had to buy the dirt to do expanded targets, additional targets, we'd be spending ten, twenty, thirty, forty thousand dollars to have it trucked in and deposited for us. Um, that Scott's willing to work with us where we can get rid of some of the fill for them yep. and then give us some nice topsoil to to provide some additional targets on a better line for everyone. Um, give you more options, you know, for short shots, long shots maybe some better opportunities when we do hit from the east, that sort of thing. So that's what we're exploring now is yep. the opportunity to maybe get started on some of that work um, as we're kind of approaching the end of the golf season. So, Great, great. Yeah, and you know what? The contractor that did the women's tees out on the golf course would be someone that we want to bring back. We're real impressed with that work and uh, his schedule. He does have some openings, but it just kind of depends on weather and where we're at with everything. So. Um, Scott, I'm going to swing it back to you as we close here. You know, I know I've seen some some sold signs go up on the maps, which is great. And, yep. Um, I know you guys are are full steam ahead, and and just wanted to, you know, if anybody's interested in learning about Carmel Hyperion or a lot, you know, to contact you and Stephanie at DentonHomesIowa or at Gmail DentonHomesIowa at Gmail Yep. So, and we definitely just give us the opportunity to come out and show people like you, you can look at it from the map, but I mean, it's a whole different world once you're able to drive out here. And we, we've been taking people on tours out here, just getting back and show them the lots. We've cleared a lot of the lots and cleaned all the, the, the underbrush out so you can actually walk the lots with us. And we can kind of give you a, a visuals like, okay, hey, wh- how, which direction is my house? You know, where's my privacy? Um, and with out actually walking with us out there, it just it's a whole nother world it's pretty impressive pretty peaceful uh when you get back on these lots uh super private and uh just pretty special great great yeah i mean you look back here and i mean it's just like you said it's a different world and i can't imagine being able to have a home back here in the the quietness that's a it's a beautiful property um i was probably one of the few people that got the opportunity to see parts of it but being able to ride with scott now that some of that um access has been made yeah it's going to be a neat place so excited to see it all come together outstanding would would love the opportunity to have people just contact us and uh um take them for a tour great yeah denton homes iowa at gmail.com scott and stephanie denton with carmel developments they'll get you the information that you need well guys i don't know about you but my hands are freezing i am freezing i'm not used to this day's just getting started i know you guys are out here you know scott's got shorts on for crying out loud so anyway just want to thank you guys for joining us uh thank our listeners um again uh if you have any questions about about any of this uh, jim and i are are at the club and available uh, to answer any questions so thanks guys thank you thank you